Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today I'm joined by Medley Antonoli, who is a bookseller in Bozeman, Montana. Now, Medley is in the middle of a fascinating project. After working in bookstores for numerous years and then selling books online herself, she's recently moved to Montana and is taking over a used bookstore in Bozeman in the heart of Montana's cattle country. Some people dream about owning their own bookstore. Medley's dream is becoming reality and today we're going to find out about the joys and the challenges of going through this experience. Welcome Medley. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Hello, thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Alright, uh, this must be so exciting for you. So you've taken over the used book emporium in Bozeman just a week ago. Congratulations. You must be absolutely elated. I, I am. I am also, of course, incredibly overwhelmed. Um, it's quite the experience. I, I haven't owned a physical bookstore before, um, so I'm learning fun. But luckily, the people I bought it from, Sandy and Pam, have been incredible. Um, and it, they had established such a great base of people who love books and the community has really come out and and stepped up and and shared in this experience with me but it's definitely a lot of work <laughs> I can well imagine um, so why this particular store and why Bozeman Montana sure well I am actually I'm a fifth generation Montanan um, I Montana is my home where my heart is uh, I love it I love the community, um, and I'm actually a Montana State University alum, which is in Bozeman, um, and have lived here off and on for about eight years, but um, was in Denver for three years where I just finished my master's in library and information science and had dreamed of coming back to Montana, but I had known that the market, you know, the used book market, there's there's a lot of uh, growth in it, but it's also if, if there's a used bookstore in a town, especially a loved one, you know, it's hard to start anew from scratch. And so, um, but when this came up for sale, I had three different friends um, contact me and let me know that this was for sale and that I should do it. And I thought about it and I realized I, I really should just do it. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so in, uh, in your earlier career as, as a bookseller, did you ever dream did you want to own a bookstore? Oh, yes, absolutely. Honestly, I wanted a used bookstore in Montana. This was, this was my dream. This has been my dream. Um, I, you know, I started working with books actually when I was a freshman in college um, at the at the university bookstore, and so I've had a taste for book life for a long time. Um, I love. I just love how active. I love talking with the community about books. I like being. Uh, purveyor of something I love so much and I've, I've wanted it and I wanted to do it for myself to build something for myself so I am just ecstatic to take this opportunity honestly it's so exciting okay so perhaps you can describe the the, the store to us um, sure. what, what does it look like it's such an interesting little uh, store they actually they had recently moved um, in November um, it's in it's a little tiny bit out of town, but it's in an old barn. Um, and the person who used to, the person who owns the barn is uh, was a sign maker for many, many years and designer. 
he has the most unique, bizarre little eccentric sense of humor. He he stuck uh, mannequin legs coming out from the ceiling with different shoes on them and just has signs that he's created for different people through the community. And, and the building itself just has such history that I, I loved. I fell in love with it when I walked in. Um, it needs a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, I've spent this week painting and redoing the bathroom so that you can you can actually usable and um, but they're and you know rearranging shelves but they have we currently have about 40,000 books um, and we have lots of room to grow there's also an upstairs that we're hoping to uh, expand into at some point um, and we're looking at putting in coffee as well here in the near future a little coffee area um, but yeah it's just a beautiful little space it's bright it's got a great big barn door that you can open up and let the sunshine in in the summer here in Montana and uh, it's it's really a great place um, I'm very excited to keep changing you know it's, it's still evolving but to keep growing it and changing it exactly how I want it <laughs> so are you going to keep the name I believe it's called the used book emporium at the moment it is the used book emporium at the moment. I am, because I was selling previously online as Isle of Books, um, and then I bought the used book emporium, I've decided to to change the name of both stores um, into Beartooth Books. The Beartooth Mountains are a beautiful mountain range here east of town that I've fallen in love with, and, and I liked that it was alliterative and <laughs> a little bit easier to Google. So uh, I think in about a month or two, we're going to be officially Beartooth Books. But we're going to still be findable under Used Book Emporium and, and at least online. And, and currently, you know, that's uh, our website at least for the next month or two. So Beartooth Books Beartooth sounds pretty <laughs> quite rustic. Yeah. Well, we want yeah. to specialize in some Montana. We really want to keep that connection and that history. Uh, we have quite a large Montana history section, Montana book section. So we want to just highlight that aspect of ourselves. So that was going to be my next question. If I was to stroll in today, what sort of books would I find in there? Yeah, we've got, yeah, like I said, quite a big Montana section. We've got it. Our biggest section is definitely our, our fiction, genre fiction. Um, we have a quite large uh, religious section as well as gardening and cookbooks and some of these beautiful oversized um, picture books. Uh, we, My favorite section of ours probably currently is our history. Um, it's, it's very great. We have really interesting and bizarre books. What I love about uh, the store, one of the things, reasons I was so excited to purchase it is it has been for quite some time really the, the only primarily used bookstore in town. And so unless you are taking your books to Goodwill, it's the only place that takes used books. So we have a really eclectic collection. Um, and I love that there's treasures in every region. And, and I've, I've enjoyed just I mean, it's a little bit of a problem for me because I like my own products, so I just want to read them all. But <laughs> it's it's been really fun to explore the shelves and, and look at all the different uh, surprises that we have. So I'm thinking you're going to have books on local history, such as to do with ranching, the cattle business, the Oregon Trail, um, Absolutely. Americana, that sort of thing. Yeah, Bozeman, Bozeman definitely has a, a history of, you know, yes, exactly, ranching and, and sort of um, Montanans in general, Montana has such a deep connection to earth and to outdoors and to wilderness 
from its history of being homesteading and and having to make your living off the land and connected with the land. Um, and this has definitely impacted the books that are written about Montana, but also the books that Montanans read. We have a huge fishing section. We have a huge outdoor and um, nature and and nature play and <laughs> these types of sections and hiking and you know it it is such a. Uh, uh, important component of life here in this area of the world and and the, our books definitely reflect that so uh, is there a, um, a a new bookstore in town um, a Barnes & Noble or anything of that type what's your yeah. competition there is a Barnes & Noble down the way and there's a, a beautiful bookstore I love called um, the country bookshelf as well in town um, and and they have fabulous new collections of course um, they you know, I, de I definitely think that there is a difference between a, a new and a used bookstore. They both have value, they're both important, but they offer different services to the community. Um, particularly for us, taking books is a huge part. I love I love the recycling component of used books. I, you know, I, I, I have worked with used books for 10 years now, and, and I particularly love antiquarian and vintage books, but I think... Um, when you open a used book and you smell that smell, that history, that just is such a different feeling than a new book. And it's also less expensive, which is nice. Of <laughs> but, course. Yes. Um, but yeah, there is just that, you know, each book has its own history. Each book tells its own tale, the physical object as well as the, the words and the story. And I love that aspect of used books. I love a little bit of wear and tear. So you will be offering then uh, rare and antiquarian books? Absolutely, yeah. I um, This is something I've actually specialized in prior to Isle of Books. My, my previous online bookstore had quite a bit of rare and antiquarian titles um, that I'll be putting into our collection here. And, and the Used Book Emporium does also have some already anyway, but it's definitely an area I plan on expanding and growing in the business. Um, it's it's my pa it's one of my passions. So. Right. Yeah. So... The 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 business of of running a bookstore you've had a bookstore now for seven days have there been any surprises uh you know yes <laughs> um i i would say that the biggest surprise for me has been some of the the logistics of getting irs numbers and bank account information and setting up the machines that you know run the debit card and credit cards and all that sort of I had I I thought I guess I had assumed it would be a little bit more streamlined these days and day and ages than it is, but um. But it's more complicated than you thought. <laughs> a little bit more complicated. I'm I'm making my way, through it, but it's definitely been an adventure, um, and just a lot of uh, it's been more time consuming, I guess, than I expected. Uh, but but it's gonna it's gonna work out. We got it almost all figured out. Um, a nice thing that we did do is we closed down for. Um, for this week just because we were painting and setting up all this online stuff and so our actually our, our first day open is to is tomorrow right so that that gave me some uh leeway and, and took the pressure off a bit <laughs> i don't regret it <laughs> how exciting um so you're saying we do, do you have some staff well, I'm, I do not have staff, but I could not be doing this without the incredible help of my friends and family. Particularly, my mother has just walked me through every step, been walking with me on every step of this journey. She is incredible and has is just, you know, been, yeah, been with me every step. Um, she has definitely been an encouraging factor in this, too. I think, um, I'm, you know, I'm 34, and I, I feel like not a lot of 34-year-olds buy businesses, but she, and I wouldn't have the confidence to do it if she didn't have the confidence in me that she does and uh same thing goes with my friends and my family my husband 
my in-laws, everybody has just um, really gone above and beyond to make my dream become a reality. And I'm beyond grateful, honestly. So when did your career as a, a bookseller bega- begin? It sounded like it began at college. Yeah, my freshman year in college, I, I worked at Montana State University Bookstore, and then um, I my husband did his PhD in uh, the University of Victoria in Canada, so I uh, I worked at, I managed the inventory, was the inventory manager of Russell Books, uh, which all of you Victorians, Canadians know is the largest used bookstore in Canada. Yeah, we know uh, it well. <laughs> it's, it's a fabulous place. It definitely, it was another um, pivotal moment for me in life because Jordan and Andrea both just um, gave me a lot of responsibility and they trusted me and they let me really... Um, take over in, in the inventory of that store and, and I actually built, I listed to about, I oversaw the listing of about 200,000 books when I worked there online and managed the shipping of these books and just, um, I built the uh, vintage and antiquarian section that they opened up um, and so I had a lot of opportunity to practice these skills before trying to do them for myself which I think is going to be uh, beneficial, <laughs> hopefully for the success of the business. Um, I got to, you know, I got to try and make mistakes, and yeah, and, and I loved it. I just loved it. I knew when I when we left and I had and I came back to the states that this was what I wanted to do with my life, and I've just been working since then to to try to get there. So a bookseller once told me that you really know what you're doing once you've handled one million books. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I then I I feel lucky because we had a million titles at Russell Book. That's just titles. That's not doesn't count books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody who's been in there knows sometimes they've got fifty, hundred copies of the same book. But uh, yeah, no, I I I think I'm near in that number. We'll see. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> sounds good. Um, so you're going to be the owner you're going to be the administrator probably the paying the bills hiring staff um, and dealing with customers Um, do you have any particular memorable encounters that you've had with customers in the past you know i i i have had really amazing customers um particularly at russell books and you know i when i was working on my masters in library science this is something i realized i was working in the archives colorado state archives and I liked that position quite a bit, but I realized it really was the customer interaction that I missed. And um, I can't, I can't particularly think of one customer, but I know. Uh, but favorite thing I think to, in working with customers is when you get that chance to find the obscure title somebody is looking for. When they walk in, and if someone walks in and says, you know, oh, I read a book when I was 12, and it had a dog, and it has a red cover. I love it. I just love it if I can figure out what book we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and if I can put that book in their hand, that is what gives me joy. That is what I think being a community bookseller is, is being able to match the customer with what they want, with what they're after. And I am so excited to be back in the business of doing that and getting to people read, help people read what they love. So I wonder what will be the first book that you sell tomorrow? Me too. I don't know. Probably, my guess is a Western. We've got a lot of people who read Westerns that come in the store, and we've got a pretty sizable Western collection. So that's my guess, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. We'll <laughs> see. You have to take a, take a photo and note it down. You never know I when <laughs> you might be sharing that. We'll speak speak with you again in 20 years' time. 
Uh, I, I'm wondering, do you have a bookstore dog or a bookstore cat? So the bookstore is used by Emporium had a wonderful cat named Misha, who's beloved by the community. And every I when I on the last day that the store was open, when she was there, I think you know, 20 people came in just to give her a pet. But unfortunately, Misha left with her her parents, which makes sense. Um, I do have a dog who I think Professor Biscuit, who will be uh, coming to the store occasionally with me, but. But right now, I think we're mostly gonna. I'm do. I've got my kids. I have a two and a four-year-old, Clementine and Lucky, and uh, they're gonna be at the store with a fair bit. So I think they're gonna keep me on my toes. <laughs> yes, I think so. Um, so where do you think you'll be in a, in a year's time? Have you set yourself goals of of what you want to do with the business? Yeah, I I have. I I'm trying not to. Um, I'm a little bit of a. Uh, I I like things. I want to, to do all of the things right now. <laughs> so I'm trying, knowing this about myself, I'm trying to uh, set some more realistic expectations than I perhaps would like to set for myself. But um, I, my main goal, honestly, is to have the store um, completely online. It's it's partially online right now, um, my inventory, but uh, I'm going to have the complete inventory online on Abooks and Amazon, and then also on our own website. Um, which I think is a is will be will be will happen is doable. Um, I'm really hoping to have the coffee bar, a new coffee bar in place, as well as an event space to hold um, author readings and poetry readings and various events up in the upstairs of a barn. In a really beautiful uh, location just for the community to really support authors. Um, I would like to make a good amount of money. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's important. Um, I've got to support my family, and that's definitely a component of, of any business. Um, but uh, I haven't set myself too lofty of goals in that respect. Um, but, and then I, I just want to, I really want to um, integrate and to become a part of the community to get to know my customers and to really understand what they're reading and to, to just continue what has already been built in the in this space on and making sure that people have a book a place they can both take their books to and find the books they want that's honestly that's really my goal okay lovely um if someone is in bozeman montana or driving through where would they find the store so we are just out on huffine lane huffine is um it's main street in, in bozeman and if you just keep going uh, past Main Street, go a little farther. It's, it's the address is 8492 Huffine Lane. It's like I said, a little bit out of town, just before Gooch Hill Road, but it's uh, it's not far at all. And if you been to Montana, you realize everybody you have to drive because half the year it's snowy out anyway, so not pleasant walking weather. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not not too far at all. Um, and it's pretty hard to miss. We've got a big old sign out front uh, that says, you know, used books and and. Uh, so it's pretty hard to miss us. Um, currently, our hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5, but we're going to be expanding those as well, um, just to make sure that, you know, people who are uh, at work, so I think we're going to go 9 to 6, um, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, but so that people who are working and stuff can, can find us and get in. Um, yeah. And we okay. also have a website. It's, uh, it's usedbookemporiumbozeman.com. Okay. And our final question, which we ask everyone, regardless of 
what they do or where they're from and that is what book or books are you reading now although I somehow think you don't have a lot of time to read <laughs> I always try it's important um, you know what I just started I'm mildly embarrassed I have yet to read this but I just started uh, 2666 by Roberto Bolaño it's been on my list for quite some time it's a little it's hefty and, it's a big uh, book right it's a big book yeah <laughs> I like a challenge clearly um, but I'm very excited. It's been recommended to me by so many people whom I love, and I know it's going to be good. I've read other Bolaño that I've liked, too, so that's exciting. Then on a lighter end, I'm reading uh, The Hunger by Alma Katsu, uh, which I got, actually, um, an uncorrected proof of. And it's it's a, uh, a fiction about the Donner Party, and it's kind of exciting. <laughs> There's actually a there's a genre or not really a genre but there's a number of books that are set in bookstores. Yes, there are. I know. I should fiction be fiction yeah. I, sh I should be doing that, but you know, maybe it's good for me. it's it's escapism, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I always think of Panosis on wheels. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I uh, I just finished um a or Val uh, the train I can't remember the name, but it was it was also just honestly shocking good um but this is the thing right with working with books it's there are so many books and not enough time. um and i'm a firm believer that you know if you just if you if you're not liking a book set it down pick up the next one and cause it's a time and a place thing but it's my favorite activity and i'm just so excited i get to dedicate my life to to this to making people to yeah i'm people read. i'm pretty determined i I've probably given up on maybe less than five books in my whole oh, life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. I respect it. I, I get, they get 25 pages from me. If it's if I can't get into it 25 pages, I, I switch on to the next one. But then, you know, you come back to things. And I, I probably read the first 25 pages of Pride and Prejudice four times. And then the fifth time, it was one of my favorite books I've ever read. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, I think perseverance is important. Yeah. A good example is, is um, was it Just Kids by Patti Smith? For three quarters of that book, I was really disappointed. And it had won all of these awards, and everyone said it was the best nonfiction of the year. But the last quarter of the book, where um, they're really talking about illness and the start of AIDS and how it affects the New York community, it's really touching and it's really well done. When I loved, you know, there are so many books. Good example. One example I can think of is House of Leaves, but there are other examples too. Where I love it when an author plays with that concept of difficulty in reading and and uh, as as a tool, really, you know, show what the characters are doing or just um, another example. The Zora Neale Hurston, um, their eyes were watching God. The yeah. way that she plays with language in that book is just it's incredible. It's astounding and it's beautiful but it's not always approachable but that's the point <laughs> yes stamina and patience is sometimes the key with some books absolutely absolutely okay right we are going to wish you all the well for tomorrow i oh, thank you. must be such an exciting day i really hope you have lots of people come in and oh, thank you so much thank you i'm really and excited it, and then it all goes well yeah. um <laughs> So, uh, that's all we have time for this week. I want to give a huge thank you to Medley Antonoli for joining us. Good luck with the bookstore. Good luck for tomorrow. And do stay in touch with us. Will do. Thank you again so much for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. And everyone out there, thank you for listening. And we will see you again next time. <laughs>